0: Oh yeah, welcome to another podcast from Good Enough for Government Work, episode 11 with Greg and B-Man. What's up, B?
1: Yeah, you know, um, I'm still kicking, so I'll count it as a win.
0: Absolutely, brother.
1: We got a special guest today.
0: It's going to be sort of cool. He's actually uh, a big a big dog operations guy, Tim Hocut at uh, Sheepdog Impact Assistance. So without further ado, let's get started. Cool. I like that music. You like that one? I do like it. Yeah, I like to try to change it up on you just to see which one you like.
1: Yeah, no, that was a good one.
0: Cool, cool. So hey, real quick, um, how do you like our t-shirts, man, for our podcast?
1: You know, um, I think I think you nailed it, honestly. I think our last ones were kind of just like, a, you know, we're just getting started, trying to get something together, and this is the real deal.
0: Yeah, man, they got a badass skull. With uh, we got Theo too. Theo's in the house. He's a, he's a little cutie. Brian's a little little one. So yeah,
1: he's over here trying to sing that song. He, so he must like it too. Yeah, yeah. So funny.
0: He'll be taking over the podcast someday. Um, so anyhow, yeah, we got the skull with the American flag on it. You can check it out on our uh, Facebook page. Hey, with that also, we're coming out with a new website tomorrow. Um, Since so some people uh, that have been saying, "Hey, I don't have Facebook. How do I how do I hear your uh, podcast?" So um, we're on Anchor. And we're on Spotify and Google Podcasts. So, hey, just to let you know, we're going to come out with a um, a, a website, uh, Good Enough for Government Work, um, so you can hear us, hear our episodes, and check out some other stuff if you don't have Facebook. So, hey, also, real quick, um, we got the 5K tomorrow for Thanksgiving. Yeah, turkey trot. Turkey trot. Turkey trot for heroes. Trot for heroes. So, um, that's, that's at uh, 8 a.m. and uh, start time. And you get a T-shirt and a free pint, and you're donating for a great cause, man. Yeah, so. that's
1: not not too early. Uh, in the Marine Corps, I would have been at like five, so <laughs> you're still hungover, right? Yeah. yeah, sweat
0: all that good stuff out of you. So, um, and anyway, you can hit us up on Facebook. You can Hit up us uh, on email, Greg at goodenoughforgovernmentwork.com, um, and then uh, our uh, our website that's coming out here tomorrow. I'm putting it together, so with some help, so. Anyhow, hey, let's get on with Tim. Um, I'm going to go ahead and I like starting with a bio. So um, I'm going to read the bio. Why don't you bring Tim up um, on the phone here? Give me a second. So here we go. I joined the Army shortly after I graduated from high school, conducting basic training at AIT in Fort Leonard Wood, Missouri to become an MP. After my completion of all my training, I was sent overseas and spent the rest of my time in Italy, Iraq and Germany. I've performed different uh, roles such as Garrison police duties, combat, MP training, transportation coordination, security detail and several other minor roles during the overseas stint. One of my most challenging events that happened in my life was when I served in Balad, Iraq. My life changed on August 27th. The injuries of 2010, the injuries I sustained, forced me to be Medevac to Langestuhl, Germany. And after examination, I was unfortunately set to be medically retired. I achieved three ARCOMs, Army Accommodation Medals, three Army Achievement Medals, two Army Good Conduct Medals, Iraqi Campaign with Combat Campaign Star and a Combat Action Badge. After the Army, I started working for the Newton County Sheriff's Office and spent just two years as a full-time deputy until the injuries from my military slowly got worse. The surgeries picked up again and went on for about three or four months for the next six to seven years. The medical staff uh, was having difficulties with trying to fix my knees, lower back, neck, shoulders, etc. With uh, no idea what to do with my life, I found this organization called Sheepdog Impact Assistance. I jumped at the opportunity to help contribute to this organization. Currently, I coordinate with 27 teams and chapters across the country. I communicate daily to make sure operations is moving in the right direction, as well as having to hold them accountable to the SDIA standard and our founder has that it, our founder has set in place. So, with that being said, Tim, are you on? I'm here. All right. We are so blessed to have you on, man. This is we've been trying to get you a busy man.
2: <laughs> no, I'm not busy at all. Just trying to carry the mission.
0: Sweet, sweet. So hey, I just read your bio. Pretty really impressive bio. Um, we got Theo in the background. He's singing and dancing around here, so it's pretty funny. Brian's a little man. But uh, oh, that's awesome. Yeah, it is awesome. We always family's our number one uh priority. So yes, sir. Yep, and so uh you know, my first question, my first question I got for you uh, since really started your career is um, how come you decide to join the Army as an MP?
2: As an MP? Um, well, the funny part is I actually joined as an 88 Mike, which most y'all know is a truck driver. Went back, uh, found out what, the, what it was, and I was like, uh, no, I'm good. Um, went to my recruiter and said, this shit's got changed. So we went back in there and reevaluated a bunch of stuff that I qualified for. And MP seemed to, you know, kind of fit. I always looked at law enforcement as a role that I wanted to play. I couldn't play, uh, um, play that role because I was 17, 18 at the time. So I couldn't do that until 21. So why not do it in the military?
0: Yeah, absolutely absolutely you know it's um it's interesting um how the military all of a sudden people join the military at a young age because I, I feel uh, you know brian and i feel like like there's a calling right like the uh there's some kind of like if the lord says hey you know what it's time to go in the military and and it might not be for you know the original job you want to do it's, it could be for something else right like another mos of some sort so
2: correct and i think a lot of people join and I don't think they realize that it's they're as passionate about this country and love the country as as they do um, because it's such a young age. But in reality, it's it's secretly there. So, yeah.
0: Yeah, no, I absolutely agree. I love this. I love this country. I'm, I'm a patriot. You're a patriot. Everybody, you know, Brian's a patriot. We've all given our heart and soul and our minds uh, for this beautiful country. So, um, Hey, so what, what What? are some, I mean, on the bio, we did talk about some challenges you had medically, but uh, besides that, um, unless this falls in there, what was the biggest challenge you faced in the Army? Maybe it was the medical
2: aspect. I'm not sure.
0: Can you? Uh... Um, I think
2: that's a, that's a hard, hard thing because looking back on it now, it's I can't really, you know, Call and the hard parts. Um, I think the hardest part was leaving. I think that was the hardest part. You know, uh, you I, I worked so hard the year and a half before I deployed um, to get my SF packet approved, get the tests and all that qual's done. And um, I mean, I was running and gunning, ready to go. But you know, uh, comes down to it, the Lord had a different calling, so it was definitely leaving Now, leaving my brothers and sisters was the hardest part.
0: Yeah, no, it's, uh, yeah, no, <laughs> I understand that. I'll tell you when I, uh, when I retired, I did, I wanted to keep going and, and, uh, you know, the Lord said, uh, sort of the same kind of deal, like medically wise. He's like, Hey, your time is done. It's time for somebody else. So.
1: yeah. I know for myself when I was in Fallujah and got injured and medevaced out to Germany. Um, that was the toughest part for me is, not knowing that I wasn't going to be able to be there for my brother.
2: Yeah. And the MP Corps, they're, they're their own little, you know, clique. I guess you can say, because <laughs> everybody's kind of looks, looks at them as, oh, the, the MPs, we can't, we can't really deal with them. So, uh, I mean, we're our own clique with females and males and it comes to like, I mean, leaving them, like I said, and, Brian really hit the point you leave them down there it's it's hard I mean it's hard to you know you don't realize the effect it's going to have on you until until you're gone
0: right they uh the after effect yep absolutely absolutely so hey fast forwarding a little bit um so after that you became a deputy sheriff what made you uh, want to go be a uh in the in law enforcement
2: I had to serve again. Um, my community, uh, my local community, I had to get back to them. Uh, had to serve. My main goal was there to, was to help. Um, I, th- I can't, I, I think I still have one, I've had my ticket book somewhere. was one ticket book for two years. Barely wrote tickets, barely did any of that. It was just there to be there for the community and help, and just be there to listen. Um, and, but reality is I was hurt my I was hurt myself because I wasn't ready for it
0: Oh real okay okay can you expand on that like you weren't ready for
2: yeah um, looking back now and you know, finding my finding out who I am again uh, and looking back uh, I really really should have took time to um, to find myself I was lost and I was just trying to serve. I was just trying to dive back into it, but reality was um, I wasn't serving my myself.
0: Right, yeah. Brian, Brian and I, we talk about self-healing, right? We've talked about in previous episodes uh, post-traumatic, post-traumatic growth, and so uh, that's an interesting point that you bring up. I think that's uh, really important, and we're going to talk a little bit about that, or you're going to talk a little bit about that with Sheepdog, which is you know that's uh, an awesome organization brian and i are part of it and we're very blessed to be able to be a part of uh sheepdog up in the you know up in wisconsin the western west side of wisconsin and into minnesota we have uh members so you know what i think you there's a good little segue here so now being a sheepdog tell us a little bit about your role as sheepdog like what do you do on a daily or weekly basis
2: oh man that depends on which which way the dice falls in the morning. Uh, now we're, <laughs> my main role are our team and chapter coordinator. We deal with the team and chapters. Uh, try to provide what y'all need. Get uh, leadership conferences scheduled. Um, deal with the finances for y'all. Uh, I'm kind of rolling into now uh, a little bit of an accounting piece for Sheepdog Dog as well. Um, whenever whenever it's needed, I also do. Uh, some DRM stuff with uh, sheepdog, and uh, also do outdoor adventure uh, guide when when we're when it's needed. Luckily, we're getting more and more people trained for that. Uh, now, slowly, kind of getting trained up as a warrior path guide. So,
0: sweet, yeah. So you hit on three major uh, pillars for sheepdog. You know, uh, you talk about the DRM disaster response missions. You talked about the uh, warrior path. Uh, which is uh, growing, Um, and you talk about outdoor adventure, right? So, um, I, I, you know, from talking to you previously, it sounds like the Warrior Path is the way to go. Can you just touch a little bit on, like, people that are listening, they're going to be like, well, what's Warrior Path, right? So can you give us, like, a quick synopsis, or what's the background of Warrior Path?
2: Yeah, Warrior Path, um, it was founded by Bouldercrest, which Bouldercrest was founded by uh, EOD Tech, Hello.
0: This is the service manager at You still there. All right, we got some technical difficulties. Let me bring let me bring Brian back up on the or Tim back up on the phone. Sorry about that. I love it. We do impromptu, right? We just roll with it.
2: I think I lost you
0: there. Yeah, man. Somebody uh tried calling in and so oh, you're good. All right, let's pick this up. Warrior Path. I'm sorry, go Warrior
2: ahead. Path, yeah. So it's was founded by Boulder Crest. Uh, It's a non-clinical mental health program. Uh, it's they've, We've got how many satellites across the nation? Uh, there's 10 of them across the nation. So uh, it's seven-day intense program at the, one of those sites. After those seven days, they go home and they have weekly uh, meetings with their uh, – team that they were there, the brothers or sisters, um, that they went through the Warrior Path program with. They have goals. They're provided different uh, sources where they can set goals. They can uh, do different type of quotes that's on the website, that's on their Warrior Path page. Uh, can't dive too much into it. I mean, we kind of call it like Fight Club. We can't talk about it. You don't talk about it. And that's there's, there's a piece for that. That's the. I mean, the whole reason is is because the the first step and the hardest step for us is to ask for help, right? The people in our community. So their first step is coming to the Warrior Path, not knowing what it is, what what's the what's going to be provided there. They know kind of a little bit of it, but um, for them to have that vulnerability is the first step.
0: Yeah, no, that's that's awesome. So it's it focuses on people. Uh, they're dealing with some mental illness or PTSD or just having a tough time right. get, getting off the couch, right?
2: And it seems to be a big uh, big thing that comes around is a lot of people's traumas. Yeah, there's military traumas, but uh, there's a lot of life traumas, right, that we don't deal with. Or we, we put in a box and put away forever and we, we never thought or think about it again. So we don't even realize what life traumas we have and this really this program has really helped i feel like a lot of people it's definitely helped me realize that there was trauma life traumas before the military that i never even knew were there
1: yeah and i like the fact that that we don't really expand too much on what the program offers once you get there because you know with my line of work you know i work in mental health and um Growth happens outside of your comfort zone, and if you just know every little detail going into it, then you're not going to feel as uncomfortable, which means that you're not going to grow as much. So I do, I really do appreciate that that part or that portion of um, Warrior Path. Yes,
0: yeah, so, no, that's awesome. I love that. So, hey, tell us a little bit about the outdoor adventure, Tim.
2: Yeah. Oh, well, outdoor ventures. I mean, that's kind of like the. Cream of the crop for sheepdog. We we call out the carrot and the stick. We use the outdoor venture to kind of get people out there on on the outdoor venture for you know fun, razor riding, skydiving, dive or uh, uh, scuba diving. I mean anything you you can think of. We're we're kind of expanding that repertoire. But uh, then we kind of sprinkle a little bit of warrior path in there mindset um, different quotes, different gratitudes, that kind of thing. And that entered and we introduced Warrior path during, during the outdoor adventures.
0: Yeah. That, you know, the outdoor, I, have, I agree with you, man. It's, it is the cream of the crop and the, in the aspect of, uh, you know, we take people out, um, outside here, horseback riding and hunting and kayaking and, and we're going to be doing some ice fishing here up in, the, up in the Wisconsin twin cities area. So, um, yeah, I think it's it's a great program because we bring in people that are like minded together. Right. That would never have met. Uh, and then they build some good friendships and good some some good support systems. Um, and so, um, yeah, I love I love the uh, the aspect of the three pillars, you know, and in the disaster response just real quick. Uh, the pillar number three. What is what does that entail?
2: Yeah, uh, DRM. I mean, that was what we were founded on. That's never going to go away. Uh we'll, we'll always, always respond for to a disaster. Uh, our teams and chapters are really taking taking a hold of that as well, but we're kind of rolling that DRM into uh, what we're calling continuum care. Um, continuum care is you know any team and chapter that can go out and uh, a disaster in your community can be a playground that's run down or a soup kitchen that needs volunteers. Any, anything and everything in your community that can help build that uh build that community back up and bring the brothers and sisters together for that camaraderie awesome awesome yeah
0: so hey so what's what's one of the biggest challenges that you have uh with sheepdog um on a weekly basis right
2: oh weekly basis not enough time in the day um no dealing with these teams and chapters uh I mean, everybody's got their schedule. Everybody's doing their their thing. Most of them are still serving uh, firefighters, uh, law enforcement. Um, some still active duty, and trying to um, work on their schedules as well is is probably a little bit challenging. It's not a nine to five, so. But you know, it's it's good for learning on the aspect. Um, you know. Before my TVI and all that stuff, I thought that it was – a. I thought I was broken. You know, I thought I couldn't remember and everything, you know, all this stuff. But in reality, what all this organized chaos does for me, um, it helps me push my limit, push my organizational skills. So uh, just trying to manage all the working parts is probably the most challenging piece on a weekly basis.
0: Oh, yeah, but you're an operational guru, man. I, I know Lisa and I up here and Brian, we, we definitely have uh, utmost confidence in you when we need the support down there in the uh, – I call it the mothership down at corporate headquarters. So, um, you yeah, know, these guys used to always seem or have the answer to be able to help us out, support uh, those teams. Um, and so, um, whatever you're doing, whatever the magic is, uh, keep it up, man. I like it.
2: I definitely do. I, definitely. I, I couldn't do it without the people that's here. Uh, Michael Nemo, Jamie Lingo, Bridget West, Scott West, uh, everybody here, Sergeant Major Rose. I mean, we, our team here is probably, um, you know, the most solid people, and they are a second family for me. So,
1: yeah. Well, you'll have to come up here and meet our team because uh, I think we're gonna we're we're gonna have some challenge here. No
2: yeah for sure we're definitely I'm,
1: I'm gonna you gotta begin. come ice fishing see what that's uh, about see what that's uh, like you southern uh, boys
2: yeah i want to keep y'all can keep the cold up there in your area Yeah,
1: when you go ice fishing it's not uh, allegedly i've never gone actually so I, I have no room to talk but allegedly it's not that cold because you're inside of a building or some sort of shack yeah. or something
2: i'm gonna be tr- probably coming up there here soon to uh, talk with um the PR officers, public relations, or um, they're really for uh, Carmen, y'all, Southern Wisconsin, close to Mm -hmm. Um, y'all. Touch base with them because we we all really need to realize they just lost probably, or it was last week, um, they lost a firefighter and a uh, police officer due to suicide. Uh, No one saw it coming. Um, they all they all thought they were great. Uh, in great uh, positions. They were all working very hard, very successful. but uh, you know, those are the people we have to be there for. You have to watch your brothers and sisters out so I'm, we're gonna try to get up there and talk with those officers and their ch- her chief and stuff like that so maybe we can get uh, sheepdog more engaged with them
0: yeah no absolutely when you when you guys make your rounds over there you're definitely you're gonna stop here and then you can fly out of the twin cities with no with ease so um um so hey talking about sard major now sard major um uh, he's the founder sard major lance not is the founder of sheepdog you know what do you uh, tell me something funny about him <laughs>
1: That I'm won't just, get you in trouble. Yeah, yeah, he probably doesn't listen to us anyway, so don't
2: hard worry about it. Hard place. <laughs> What's that? Said so you're putting me in a rock in a hard place. I here. know, I know, I can't wait. He doesn't listen. to us. Nobody
0: listens to us, man.
2: We don't have anybody. Oh, whatever. <laughs> I'm listening now. Um, something funny about something you. funny about I,
0: you know, the first time while you're thinking, the first time I've ever heard him speak, he is so, he's such an eloquent speaker, and he's a motivator, man like I heard him speak at the leadership conference uh, when we were there last April and uh, or this past April, man, i tell you, he got me motivated uh, to take on the world. Right. So um, he's a, you know, he's a great leader. There's no doubt in my mind. I mean, he backs it up with uh, action, right. When he says something, yeah. he backs it up, which, you know, utmost respect
1: for that, but I want to hear something funny about him. Yeah. honestly. Hey Tim, you go first and then I'll go next. You, you show me yours. I'll show you mine.
2: He was a recruiter, so he's the, he's the magic of words. So <laughs> he is, a, but he is a motivator, and he's definitely he's he's got his full heart and compassion in sheepdog. So there's, um, you you won't meet anybody more passionate than than this man. He 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 bleeds sheepdog. So uh, something funny. Sheepdog, yeah. red, white, and blue, baby. I love it. I love it. Hey,
0: you know, that's okay. If we can't think of anything right now, we're going to have you on again another time. I got, so.
1: some, I got, I got something that I can All say. Right, All right. All right. Hey,
0: we got about five more
1: minutes. So. All right. I'll keep, I'll, I'll keep it within six. So, <laughs> um, no, the first time that, the first time that, that we got to, um, meet, uh, Sergeant major was on a trip to Yellowstone and my wife, Kelsey came with, and she was never with me when I was in the military. So she doesn't understand that lifestyle. So she, so to her, like, to us, we hear Sergeant Major and our ears perk up and we're on our best behavior. And she's just like, oh, another guy, you know, he's really nice, all these things. And Sergeant Major and, like, his big speeches, you know, he's, don't do this, don't do that, follow the rules, all these things. Don't be that guy, right? And so um, the next day we were, on Sergeant, we were on Sergeant Major's team to go out riding on the snowmobiles and we had to meet at the snowmobile house and we had to all be there by 08 and about 09 comes walking in sarah major right and kelsey just yells out sarah major you're that guy <laughs> and everybody stopped <laughs> what they were doing literally dropped what they were doing and looked like oh did she just say that to him <laughs> that's awesome because he was he was a half hour late when wow. he was the one that made up the time to be there first place yeah
0: that's awesome that's brian brian major. that was an awesome and so story. The, so
1: that whole trip it was just like sergeant major to kelsey kept looking over at her like i'm that guy
2: Kelsey. i'm that guy like oh, oh no
0: oh wow i oh. love it that's a good story man
2: yeah uh, now being this this be my third leadership conference that i'm doing it's uh now i know because like brian brought up <laughs> we always give sergeant major you know you got 15 minutes. You got an hour to speak. Well, I'm getting, You have to give them an hour block, but then until Tell actual 10 minutes. Yeah. yeah, actual scheduled time. I have half a day blocked off for of him to speak. So
0: <laughs> that's funny. Well, like he just got. I mean, he's got a plethora. Of, you know, he's got so much knowledge, right? And he just yeah. wants to share it. And he's passionate. He's obviously he's passionate. Um, and I love that in a leader. So that's pretty cool. Yes, sir. Yeah. So hey um real quick question uh and if you can answer it next a minute 30 seconds or a minute that'd be awesome where do you see yourself tim in about five years brother
2: oh finishing my accounting being having my cpa having my cma and uh, going on to uh um helping sheepdog be be bigger and better
0: sweet man i love it brother
2: hey thank yeah no hey you
0: got anything for us before we uh, – I just want to say thanks for joining, brother. I appreciate
2: oh, it. I want to tell you all thank you for what you do, for carrying the mission, doing everything that you all have been doing. You're amazing. So keep it, keep up. The
0: okay. Hey, I appreciate the love. Appreciate the support. Yeah,
2: come, come visit us. Come visit us.
1: Even yeah, Theo
0: okay. right here is in the background jumping up and saying, Tim, for Tim. Sure.
2: <laughs> for sure. Uh, y'all be safe and – I hope you all have a happy Thanksgiving.
0: Hey, you too, brother. Be safe. See ya. Well, you know, B-Man, I think uh, that was awesome. So I think uh, with that, without further ado, I think uh, we're going to put on this cool music and call it uh, an
1: episode. Yeah, I hope everybody has a great Thanksgiving.
0: Yeah, hey, be safe. See ya.